The Fellowship of Christian Athletes presents Sharing the Victory with University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown. So excited always to hear from a well-known Bible teacher across America. We hear him on the radio often. He is the president of Living on the Edge, Chip Ingram. Chip, welcome to Sharing the Victory. Hey, good to be with you. Thanks so much. Chip, you have an athletic background, don't you? Yeah, I do. I was a you know, basketball junkie and baseball junkie growing up. I mean, it was just my dad was uh, drafted by the St. Louis Browns. A lot of people have to go way back. Wow. Pete Maravich was my hero, and I, without exaggeration, I mean, I played 8, 9, 10, 11 hours a day. <laughs> that was not very big, and so, you know, I wanted to handle the ball like him and throw all those crazy passes. And by <laughs> God's grace, you know, it paid for my uh, college, and then I played overseas for two summers in South America and a winter throughout the Orient. So oh, wow. Then I coached basketball for a little while before God called me into the pastorate. So, yeah, I do. I mean, I love sports. I've got three boys, and... Hmm. Uh, it's been a real big part of my life. Well, you know, Chip, one thing, you know, I don't know if you had in common with Pistol Pete the droopy socks, but I do know that both of you have a heart for Jesus Christ. Pete lives in heaven today. You yeah. live on earth bringing about a heavenly message. And I know uh, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes has been near and dear to your heart, and you've been really working with FCA on something called R12. Could you explain what that's all about? Yeah, I sure can. I mean, my roots go back. I came to Christ through FCA. So my, I mean, every time they ask anything, unless I totally can't do it, it's like, you know, if my kids ask me, the answer's always yes. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter if your schedule is, is free. And had the chance to be with, uh, you know, the FCA staff here a couple, three weeks ago. And R12 is, as a pastor, it's just like as a coach, you know, if you can't define a win, if you don't know what it is you're really trying to accomplish, it's tough to come up with a strategy and have people motivated and, and make it happen. And so pastoring for about 25 years, we always talk about, you know, be a disciple, be an authentic follower, be fully devoted. Mm. And yet when you ask people, even pastors, and I've gotten to do this around the world, so what's that look like? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. and then so often then it, it well, you know, uh, they fill out these booklets. Well, that's probably not a disciple, but maybe that's part of it. Or they come to church a lot, or they keep these rules, and... And so R12 really is a grace-oriented, relational profile of what an authentic follower of Jesus looks like. And I didn't make it up, and uh, I don't know any pastor in America that made it up or anywhere else. Hmm. The Apostle Paul, after he gave us 11 chapters of what God has done for us through Christ in Romans 12, he just lays out, that's why we call it R12, here's the profile relational of an authentic follower. This is just normal Christianity. Here's where the bar is. It's all by grace. It's all about relationship. It's how to say thank you. It's not earning God's favor. But as you go through that passage, Ron, it's just you're surrendered to God. You're living a life separate from the world's values progressively. You have a sober or accurate self-assessment. You know who you are, and you're secure in who God made you to be, what your strengths are, your gifts. And then you're serving in love. You're actually connected in authentic community with people, and you're supernaturally responding to evil because fallen world, and you're going to take some real raw deals, and we respond the way Jesus did. Mm. We're talking to Chip Ingram. Uh, As always, Chip, you have a a great uh, propensity to articulate the gospel very clearly. And I see uh, the teaching of the Scripture as a, both a parable. You know, there's there's some great opportunities to parabolize things from real-life issues, like the way Jesus did, and that's a great teaching model. But I also see application points like sports, not only as a parable, but as a crucible 
a place where you can train the body, the mind, the heart into the uh, the conformable patterns that we're called to to uh, to move into a relationship and a fellowship with Jesus Christ. Could you kind of explain how R12 will literally relate to the athlete and the coach? It speaks his or her language. Yeah, I think as a as a coach or as an athlete, and it's not legalism, but at some point in time, you, you set the bar. And you set the bar. You know, if you have a kid who runs a four nine forty and he's a defensive back, the bar is not the NFL. You know, right. you love him, but what you want him to do is become all God created him to be. And I think what Romans twelve does it sets the bar spiritually. So as a coach, I want to model a character that I'm surrendered to God. You know, the wins, the losses, my money, my family. I want them to rub up against a coach that loves God. That I'm. I'm surrendered to him. You know, it's kind of that picture we talked about where, you know, in Texas Hold'em, you know, you push all the chips into the middle and you say, I'm all in. Hmm. It's not I'm just all in when I want to win from God. It's not I'm all in when my kid's in ICU or when I have a financial issue. It's like, God, I want you to know I'm all in every day and every way. I'm growing. I'm in process. And so as a coach or a player, you want people to see that. And then you want them to see that you know, I'm not like this uh, goody two-shoes, I have it all together, I never make a mistake, but I'm separate from the world's values. I'm not conformed to this world, but mm. in how I play and how I act and how I speak and my money and what I put in my mind, I'm not being conformed to what people say and the world says makes mm. me secure and successful. I'm doing it God's way. I'm allowing him to renew my mind with his word in such a way that from the inside out, I'm radiating caring and loving and being non-judgmental. So it, it, each one of these kind of, we call them the five S's of Romans 12, they, they get played out in every day, not like just when I'm at a huddle meeting or a church or a Bible study. I mean, it's when I'm prepping for the game. It, it's during a timeout. You know, I need a sober self-assessment. You know, I need, to, I need to understand my strengths, my weaknesses. I mean, even as a coach to say, I'm going up against a guy that has won three state championships. You know what? Sober self-assessment. He's a better coach than I am. I'm going to prepare well, but I'm not going to compare. I'm going to learn from this guy. I'm going to be a human being, not let my ego and my competitiveness to say, okay, he's won three, and my big moment in the sun is we're going to beat his team this year. That's all about me, Hmm. you know? And so it's that whole taking that process of R12 and saying, these are the relationships that clearly identify what it looks like to let the Spirit of God manifest the presence and the power of Jesus Christ in me 24-7-365. You, you know, Chip, uh, as I listen to you talk, I've often thought, like, I coach college football here at the University of Nebraska. We have a chapel service before the game and a prayer, and uh, then we do an on-the-field prayer after the game, and uh, we're called as Christians to be good sports and use good language and all of that, but I still think that there's something missing, Chip, and that's what I love about what you're talking about, because I wonder what happens during the three hours of the game. Does everybody just go to hell? I mean, Chip, I think the most godly thing a football player can do on a football field is to hit somebody in the mouth with every ounce of ability and power they got. And I think that there is a relentless pursuit of excellence through an attitude of Christ-likeness while you play the game. And that's playing it with all of your heart and soul. It's a total release, as it says in Colossians chapter 3, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord of Jesus Christ. And and it goes on a little bit further to say that uh, we're to do it with every ounce of heart that we have. 
And I believe that that is a very godly, Christ-like way to play the game, more than just the superficial things of we've got a little prayer going here on both sides of the equation, but it's how we play the game, the motivation that we play the game with, and that's where I think that R12 can really help the coach and the athlete is to applying these biblical principles within the game, the fundamentals, the way we play, the aggressiveness that we play with, et cetera. Well, I agree with you, Ron. I think it does give you a, a specific profile, if you will, and and then what, what you can realize is that it, you're right. It's not about I'm not going to try my hardest or I'm not going to lose anything. At the end of the day is when I understand I'm giving my best and I've prepared my best and I'm going to bust it like crazy, but my value as a person doesn't depend on that. I'm not going to somehow, you know, I'm God's gift to the world because I – I could beat that guy across from me. Mm-hmm. I beat him because I prepared. God's given me this ability. Mm-hmm. And once I knock him on his rear end, I'm going to reach down and pick him back up because, you know what, this is not about me. This is about we're playing this game, and you've been tested. I've been tested. We go at it hard. You realize, you know what, I better come prepared because I know that guy's one of those Christian guys. Mm-hmm. Dude, man, when he comes around and he pulls on that, he just mows me down. <laughs> technique is great. He's in great shape. But... There's not an ego edge with him. Right. There's something about him. And I think that's what we need to demonstrate in an on and off the field. Right. And, and essentially, basically what we're saying, as we like to say in the show, there are two ways of doing sports, God's way or man's way. And which will you choose? For the Christian athlete, you can choose two. For the non-Christian, you only got one choice. It's the, you don't know God, and you can't do it God's way. But for the Christian athlete, we have the power to play with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and Christ in mind, and we have to make that choice moment by moment. Chip, I, I just have always appreciated your heart for the Lord Jesus Christ. I love the fact that you have a sports background, and God has used sports in your life to bring you to a relationship with him. And uh, we're just real excited to see what God's going to do with you as you develop R12, particularly for the FCA ministry and uh, for the athlete and the coach. Thanks for being with us today here on Sharing the Victory. Well, great to be with you, and it's just a, a blast and fun to think and dream about R12 coaches and R12 athletes who really are just Christ-like and making a huge difference. So mm. appreciate all you do. Keep pressing ahead. All right. God bless you. That's Chip Ingram, outstanding Bible teacher that we get to hear almost on a daily basis across the land with Living on the Edge with us today here on Sharing the Victory. More interviews can be found at fcapodcasting.com. That's fcapodcasting.com. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory.